four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on tomorrow. it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on it. new sound and a new attitude <laughs> and Caesar fucking shit up with over there already off the top of the show all right what's up everybody welcome later show this evening not the original time it's not same bat time same bat channel but cool shit we're gonna give away some fucking seeds that I've never I, I haven't released them yet so unreleased shit and uh how are we gonna do it right off the top of the show Let's fucking go to the old close-up cam. This pile of seeds. How many seeds do you think are in this pile of seeds? And I want to try to give it away, like right now in the chat, between everybody on the IGs and YouTubes and everyone else. Start saying how many seeds. I know the exact number. I counted them. Not including the stick and everything else I see in there. But how many fucking seeds exactly are in there? And uh, we'll blow a hot cold if you guys are fucking up because I'm trying to give these away here rapid fire. So start spitting your guesses out. 1400's close. All the 328's are way too low. 1400's close. 1400's hot. 2200's too much. What a thousand's too little. You guys don't watch prices right. 25,000? Hell no, way less. Less than 2,200, more than what he saved that guy had. Caesar, you can't guess. <laughs> more than 1,500. 1,659 less. I'm sorry, it was less than, uh, or yeah, 1,659 less. Not much less than 1,659. Real close. Real close, 1,659. Go down by the singles. <laughs> oh, wait, carp. Carpo on YouTube, sixteen twenty bullseye, buddy, sixteen twenty. So yeah, you get to win these. What the fuck are these? Uh, this is kitchen sink number one, which is a fucking heater. 
uh, to what the Thanos? <laughs> I have so much shit that's unreleased still that I have to fucking double check. This is at Thanos crosses, right? Yeah, Thanos crosses. So Kitchens think Thanos, unnamed. We'll come up with a fucking name for this shit or whatever. But uh, yeah, you won. Uh, so hit me up on the email that I'm about to put across the screen right here. Free shit email. Um, what is it? Dark Horse Genetics Live at uh, gmail.com. And uh, you are the winner. Carp or Cope or whatever. It was it. You're on YouTube. Where are you at? Uh, C A R P O. Carpo. Carpo. You're the winner, bro, on YouTube. Hit us up. Um, we were looking at Twitch. This dude hit it right on the number. But I'll do another one. All you sour puss losers or whatever the fuck. You going to do another one? What's the <laughs> other strain that we're releasing? We just came up with the name. We're calling it Runth. You have to say it like Mike Tyson. Uh, what's the what's gelato the yeah it's the G33 Gelato 33 to the Thanos uh, very limited fucking drop they're not out yet they're coming out but I think we just decided we're calling it the Runth so oh, okay. say rough. it right um, I don't have that pile of seeds pictured so how the fuck are we going to give these away I want to give them away live um, well I'll do it right now but uh I, I know the I know the number of seeds. Fuck it, you don't need the visual. It's very similar. Actually, do I know the number of seeds? You just you just. I know. All right, Caesar knows the number of seeds, so we're gonna give these fuckers away real quick. Um, oh shit, I need to know the number. I gotta mute everybody. Hold on. I'll write it down. Hold on. Yeah. All right, unmuted. All right, I know the number official. <laughs> All right, so it looks similar to that pile, slightly smaller. All right, go. Shoot numbers out, and we'll play hot cold. 1647 is lower. It's lower. 1647. I already forgot the fucking number. Caesar, help me out when it gets there. 1450 is lower. Lower than 1450. 1478 lower. Snow is close. 1550 lower. You guys lower, lower. Somebody got close. 1380 lower, 1200 close, higher. Elucid, close. 1225 Ooh, is a little so higher. Close. 256, higher. Very close, very warm, very warm. I'm not 250, 1256. 1256, higher. 1258, higher. Ooh, 1273. 1273 on fire, Whew. higher. Or, yeah, you need to go higher. 1274. 1274 higher. I'm looking. I'm looking at all screens. <laughs> 1280, 1274. Ooh, 1276. 1276, so fucking mm. close. There it is. 1277. I hurt your mom. I hurt your mom. 1277. <laughs> all right. That was fucking rapid fire and confusing. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Thanks for winning free shit. Uh, we're gonna call them fuckers <laughs> of the runth, uh, yeah. So get in where you fit in with that shit. I think we'll release all this shit in. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, soon. Oh shit! There's motion at the back alley cam. We're trying to catch a, a dumpster diver, dude, and I have all my motion <laughs> triggers and shit. We have the motion right now as we're live. Oh, I wish shit. I could show that. That'd be cool if I could pan into the fucking CCTV real quick and show like. Your yeah, uh, I could. That could be risky, but fuck bro. It. Yeah, you guys. Um, 
yeah, we're ahead of you, so that's why I keep seeing numbers flying, even though after the contest is over. But yeah, contest is over. Um, so there you go. Hit me on the email on your screen, darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com to win your, if you won your free shit, whoever it was, Carpo and I Heart Your Mom. And uh, I will uh, send me your address and shit, and we'll hook you up with unreleased seeds. And yeah, you'll be styling with the new shit. The new, new. All right. So what the fuck are we going to talk about today? So I'm going to tell you, first I'm going to get this free shit off the screen. I'm going to talk about why most weed sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And uh, I don't want to come off as like preachy or pretentious or anything else on this show, but basically we're going to, I just want to talk about why I think this, we'll call this, we'll preface this whole entire fucking show, my personal opinion. Uh, Stone Ninja's here. And I literally didn't ask him what he wanted to talk about. So now that I hope this is cool with him, but I'm sure he has a few things to ch chime in about it. But I love uh, talking shit about weed. I was gonna say this is probably. I honestly believe that 90% of the fucking weed that I see is pure fucking garbage, if not more. Like 90%. I'm including home grows in the shit, along with the commercial grows and everything else. And why the fuck is almost all weed shit? And uh, why do at least I think that? So, yeah, let's talk about it. I'm going to bring Ninja in. Um, how the fuck do I do that? Interview, guest, so guest. There you go. Moreover, rec weed, medical weed, but I'm just talking about cannabis in general. And, like, it's gone on a steady decline for a long fucking time. I would say over the past 10 years, cannabis has gotten way shittier, although genetics have gotten way better. So, like, why is that happening? Or why the fuck does weed suck? Like, it's just not good anymore. If, I can, if you go to any average dispensary across the nation, I don't care where the fuck you are, because I go everywhere, too, most of the weed you buy in a shop fucking blows. And I'm going to start with... I mean, I don't have anything, like, pre-written on this little topic, but I'm just going to spitball here and start with a couple of fucking reasons why, um, that I think why. And uh, I'm going to start with, first and foremost, people don't grow organically. There's a fuck ton of like nutrient companies that have come onto the market and they're trying to share that market space. So they want to convince you that you need to carry all these fucking products. And I've said this before on the show, but when we first started growing weed, it was like GH, three part, you know what I mean? Like, or a super soil. There was a micro, a grow, and a bloom. But now all of a sudden, I shouldn't say all of a sudden, within the past 10 years, we've seen like fucking like nutrient companies explode on the market, taking every single element that was packaged together already, divide them up, put them into fancy bottles, sort of like advanced nutrients or some other people had done in the past, where now you're buying 27 bottles and mixing them all together and following this super like crazy regimen of all this fucked up shit or whatever. And uh, the weed will essentially taste like whatever you use to grow it with. So a lot of people have abandoned you know, uh, organic growing. And why have they abandoned organic growing? Because they want huge fucking numbers. Like the game has kind of turned into like two pounds of light plus, bro, or like just killing it over here. You know what I mean? It's not all phenos, not all good weed yields like a motherfucker. In fact, the best weed yields like shit. And it's a fucking trade-off that you have to grow shit weed to like, to essentially, or uh, low-yielding weed to fucking... Uh, you get quality pot a lot of the time. I mean, it's Murphy's Law a lot of time, but you're not going to find, like, the bombest fucking strain of all time. It's also going to be the hugest yielder. That's the most common thing people ask us when they come to a booth or whatever. Be like, I'm looking for something that's 32% THC 
it washes fucking six percent. It fucking you know it 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 gets two and a half pounds of light or whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, it tastes fucking amazing, and it's easy to trim, and it's just like, dude, you're not gonna find all of that shit together very fucking often, if ever. So, kind of my point to this is, is people have turned to try to get more out of plants um, than necessarily that they probably should be getting. Talking about blasting their PPMs through the fucking roof on stuff or whatever. So, and another part of that is that I want to get into, like straight off the bat, is. Bud hardeners. I don't know if you guys and you know go back in the chat here or whatever, but if you know like uh, gravity, if you remember when gravity came out, <laughs> like gravity was it, like changed the game for all of a second. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, like everybody, like I can't remember what it was like a week six or whatever, but it was this whole bud hardener, bud like sweller, like we're like and there's a fuck ton more products that came on alongside of it, but it, people started trying to juice plants in like week six all of a sudden with, you know, huge MPK loads and trying to, like, get their yield through the fucking roof, and you can't flush it the fuck out. I swear to God, almost all commercial weed that I buy or that I get and I smoke it or whatever, I taste the bud hardener, the bud booster, the whatever, the MPK blast, whatever the fuck their head grower tried to do or was a lot of times forced to do, uh, like, I taste that shit. It doesn't come out, you know what I mean? So... And I would say when, when we get to talking about like commercial facilities, this is the next phase to that. So why would a commercial facility not want to grow the best tasting weed or whatever? Well, because they're more than likely owned by a Chad. And I hate to say that, but it's fucking true. And if they're owned by a fucking Chad, what the fuck does this people know about growing good cannabis or smoking good cannabis, growing good cannabis, giving a fuck about good cannabis? They look at cannabis like it's a unit. And if you look at cannabis like it's a unit, they want to know how many units can I produce per square foot, per overhead, per revenue, all this, these things come into factor for them. So if, I, if I'm a salesman and I come to the, the boss man, the suit or the Chad, and I say, yo, dude, like, I can increase your yield you know, 20% guaranteed by jacking this shit up. And it's like the, the fucking Chad or the suit is going to be like, well, fuck, of course, let's do that. I want 20% more money. I want 20% more fucking weed. And it's like, you're fucking destroying your weed, dude. And the thing with that is, unfortunately, we've gotten to a place in cannabis where it's not mom and pop so much anymore. There's sex of the country where it is, but it's owned by mega money, mega corporations. And these corporations don't know how to fucking grow weed. So they're instructing their head growers to follow these protocols that are fucking bullshit that makes their weed look good, but tastes like complete fucking shit. And there's a difference between like, growing real high quality cannabis that's organic i mean some of the best weed looks like shit just because it looks fucking amazing essentially doesn't mean it's going to fucking taste good and that'll bring me to another point sorry i'm just steamrolling and just jump in anytime you want but another point i have is selection of phenos is shit nowadays people don't select shit it's fucking ridiculous i'm not going to drop any names but there's people out here companies out here that like will buy a 10 pack Fucking pop that shit, pull three different phenos out of it, rename all three phenos, put a whole marketing branding thing around three fucking phenos. It's the exact same strain, barely slightly different, and then fucking market those as three completely different fucking strains, put it in a pretty bag, sell it to the fucking idiots who line up or whatever, and I'm just going, what the fuck is going on with this shit? It doesn't taste good. And that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter if it tastes good. It looks good. It looks pretty. So it's like, why the fuck... You know, and that's one, one angle of the, of the game or whatever, but people don't know how to select phenos. This is something I've talked about in the past before, too, where it's like, 
as a breeder, I'm trying to, when I make a strain, I'm trying to convey, I'm trying to give you a specific plant in my mind. Like I'm making a pairing and I'm like, this is the one that I want you to get. And a lot of times you have to go through a fuck ton of seeds before you can find that one. I shouldn't say a fuck ton. If I'm doing my job correctly, I'm minimizing the effort you have to go through to find those seeds or whatever throughout, you know, stabilizing the crosses. But essentially, if you buy, shit, let's just, uh, Bruce Banner. If you buy Bruce Banner seeds from me and you pop the seeds or you, you get a 10-pack and say you're, you're a newbie or you're a rookie or whatever, I'm just going to educate you. I'm not talking shit. But if you pop these seeds and you, you spend a lot of money on them so you're excited, but you pop four of them out of your 10-pack or your 12-pack and you pop those four and you get two females or you know what I mean? And now you have these two females and you're going to your friends and you're going, I have Bruce Banner. Like, I have Bruce Banner. Check this out. And that pheno may not even be fucking anywhere near close to the representation of the plant that I was trying to give you. But just because you think you popped the seed, I have Bruce Banner. You know how much Bruce Banner shows up on dispensary shelves across the fucking nation, if not world, that is completely not anywhere near Bruce Banner number three, the actual pheno that became famous, that is the high THC that's won the awards and everything else. I'm trying to give you guys the Bruce Banner three pheno. Just because you pop two seeds out of a 10-pack, I mean, the idea is you're going to find one, hopefully, within a 10-pack. Maybe you need two packs. You're going to find one within 20 seeds. But if you pop one fucking seed or two fucking seeds, and then you put it in your dispensary, and you have a jar that says, well, here's a Bruce Banner, and you pull it out and you show somebody, it could literally be the worst fucking female that's like, hey, or, you know, shit. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, yeah, I guess this Bruce Banner isn't very good or whatever. It's like, no, you need to open the genetics by going through a decent amount of seeds if you're commercial, buy fucking a couple hundred, you cheapskate motherfuckers. If you're fucking, you know, a, a home grower or whatever, I get it. Buy a pack or two. You know what I mean? If you don't find it within the first pack, try to get a second pack and keep looking. But don't give up on a strain after the first two or three seeds that you pop because you didn't adequately hunt through all the phenos. That's one of my points. But this goes back to why most weed sucks. is because people don't pick the good pheno. They're just literally popping some shit out and throwing it out to the market or whatever. And that's not the idea of hunting phenos. And I would say 10 years ago, the strains that were passed were mostly clones, at least in America, in dispensaries and otherwise, in the medical scene. And those were hunted phenos that were fucking amazing that were then passed. Now that the seed market has exploded, people are buying seeds, and they don't understand that just because you have a pack of seeds doesn't mean that you have anything special at all yet. It just doesn't. So you have to fucking go through the whole thing. Um, but yeah, that's sort of one of my, my gripes about why the fuck I think weed sucks, um, lately. Uh, I have more reasons, but I'm, I'm chime over to Ninja. Ninja, <laughs> you're Cali based or whatever. I've smoked plenty of fucking Cali herb when I go to Cali dispensaries and everything else. And I walk in a lot of it. I just get a tinge of chem. I mean, you, you know better than any, I'm sure there's good shops and I don't want to say every fucking single shop sucks. Shit. I'm going to shameless plug myself. My weed's scrolling across the bottom of this fucking ticker thing telling you to go to the dab and all these other places. Some people have got good fucking weed. Some people <laughs> produce good weed. But it's like finding a needle in a fucking haystack out there. Mm -hmm. That's why people like 710 have a fucking sign-up list and shit. And, you know what I mean? And Dark Horse's Skittles sells out fast and everything else. It's just like, because the good weed's fucking gone. Because I guess the guys that know, know. But when you're going all over the city of LA, I mean, you, I'm sure you've shopped fucking everything oh, yeah. high and low. Most of the weed that you buy... If I'm making an assumption here, it's got to be chemi as fuck and taste like shit. Yep. It, it, I mean, a lot it, of it half it's either chalky, has that bland chalky taste, and just burns funny, and then the other half just yeah it tastes just like you can taste their newts. You can taste what they use. 
yeah, so, yeah, you can you can taste <laughs> the nudes. Secret ingredients. But that brings me to another point that I I guess I should have brought up or whatever is uh, door closed. The um, the flush is people don't fucking understand flushing. So you know, and I don't really know how large scale commercial growers necessarily don't understand flushing. But what I see most often is people who say that they're flushing, they just switch to water. And it's like, yeah, we did. We just cut out that fuck. We were going, our PPMs were all the way up to 2,200 or 2,300. We were juicing these bitches. And then we just switched to, you know, just like RO water or whatever. And, you, and you're running that through your drip system or your flood and drain or whatever the fuck you're doing. That's not, that's not uh, flushing. The idea of flushing is t- like putting five times the amount of fucking water through your pot, whatever that is, and flushing out till the water that comes out is clear. If you ever accurately flushed a plant, I mean, you almost need to do it in a bathtub, the amount of fucking water that comes gushing out of it. If you're in a commercial facility, you absolutely need drains and floor trays and everything else if you're going to flush a plant correctly. Or this goes out to all the home growers that come to me at cups and shows and everything else and want to show me sample their bud or whatever. A lot of you guys have good bud. I'm not saying I see a lot of shit there, but at the same time, it's like you guys aren't adequately flushing your weed because you all you're doing is switching to a water. And it's like your plants should be ugly. When I see people's harvest pictures, like there's too much green in there. There's too much nitrogen in there. There's it's all the time. There's too much green in there. Your plants should be paling out by the time that you harvest them. That's how you get a good flavor. I remember when we used to grow the sage and the cough and kind of the guys that mentored me or whatever. When I would go up and see their harvest time, their plants look fucking like dead. Shit. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? It's like, and they were paled out and they're, you know, but their weed tasted phenomenal. And that's part of the, the, I guess the game here too is, is like people really aren't, I guess, I don't know, 10 years ago, it was coming from a craft market for people who knew how to grow really good weed that had selected phenos that was, it was a smaller thing. But then you introduce the Nancy Botwins and the Chads and all the bullshit and all of a sudden, it's like they hit a regiment, they hit you know a schedule, I mean? and yeah, a lot of them SOPs to follow. With the way I see it, the big the big fuck up is no one's really finishing out the job completely. Sure. It's a bunch of cut corners. Oh, it's eight, it's week eight. I don't give a fuck what the plants look like. We gotta chop it. And that's the other thing is cutting too fucking early. Mm-hmm. Here's talk about another reason why everyone's weed tastes like shit. You can't cut your weed fucking early. You can't cut your weed off a of calendar. You can't cut your weed because you have bills to pay. You can't do it. It's not weed doesn't grow off a of calendar. It just fucking doesn't. You have to. I mean, you can generally know the time that these plants flower. But you got to go look at them. And every time that you grow them is a little bit different because the environment's a little bit different based on what's going on outside. So you need to go look at trichomes or whatever. Go look at the heads and see how cloudy or whatever's going on with the with all your plants before you take your chop or whatever. But people cut early all the fucking time because it looks good at week eight. And you're not flushing, and then you're chopping it early. And then it tastes like shit, it, no matter what you do. You could have done a perfect job, grown organic, done everything up till you know, week eight, or even GMO, one of Caesar's fucking strains, but he sh- won't shut up about it or whatever. <laughs> the strain fucking, it looks good at eight weeks, nine weeks. It shit's not, dude, it's 11 weeks, yeah. you know, minimum. It's a, If you don't take it 11 weeks, it's not going to smell like mothballs and rot out and be disgusting. You know what I mean? And I would say that about Roid Rage too. It's like Roid Rage, if you get the, if you get the, um, the GMO type phenos or whatever, you got to take them longer. If you cut them early and say, oh, it didn't have that, didn't have the nose. It's like, no, you're not letting it taking it to fruition. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that and that brings me to the next step, talking about doing everything right potentially and then destroying your fucking weed. I can't tell you how many like greenhouses I've been to. Yeah. And when it comes time to cut or harvest day, 
the size of the operation is so fucking big that these guys haven't thought through how to adequately take care of their plants post-production. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to throw a tarp down and I'm just, or a wire rack, and I'm just going to fill a whole wall of fucking plants, and then we're going to turn off some lights and put some fans in there or whatever the fuck, and it dries rapidly in Colorado heat or whatever. Two days later. And it <laughs> looks like dust or hay, or we call it the Colorado crunch all over fucking town because no one knows how to fucking post, like their post-production of their weed or whatever is fucking trash. They don't, hey, they don't trim, right? Let's talk about how many people use fucking trim machines because they don't give a fuck because they, this is going back to the Chad owner. The Chad owner doesn't give a fuck. He's talking about pounds like units. So if pounds are units, why the fuck is he going to pay someone to hand trim that shit and lose fucking another whatever, fucking $100 a pound or whatever it's going to cost him? He's literally going to get a twister machine or some other bullshit and grind them fucking things through <laughs> and just like, just destroy that weed through. You know what I mean? Chop it up, turn it out. And then he's going to, his idea is, doesn't matter. Like I'm gonna sell this weed for six, seven hundred dollars a pound when the market might be at fifteen hundred, two thousand a pound, twenty five hundred a pound. To him, there's always somebody that will buy that shit because there's another Chad dispensary owner that will buy that bullshit boof. And when you guys, being the customer base, walk into a fucking store and you see ninety percent boof bullshit on a fucking shelf that they're trying to make more money off you on because they bought it lowball. And they want to sell it for thirty-five and eight, make three thousand dollars on a pound that they bought for eight hundred. That tastes like trash. It's just like, dude, there was no post-production. There was no cure. It literally went from a fucking, you know, a wet wall to a fucking or a drying rack to a fucking <coughs> twister to a fucking uh, a vac seal pound bag or whatever. And this is how the majority of cannabis is grown, sold, processed in 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 America. In almost all fucking larger scale grows. I always look at cannabis growing like a vectorized image. So, you know, if you have a JPEG and you try to blow that shit the fuck up like huge, it gets all pixelated and shitty or whatever. But if you have a vectorized image and you blow it up, it stays crystal clear perfectly. These people never had a good clear JPEG, so they couldn't, or a vectorized JPEG, so they couldn't blow these things up into super Walmart sized grow buildings. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, they look. They even look good on 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 camera or whatever. When you take a big picture of a huge room that's got four footers and everything looks great and everyone's smiling and you see super dark green plants because they're nitrogen toxicityed out and but everyone's happy with the thumbs up. They just don't show you the part where they destroy the weed after the fact and then they push it out or it sits in a storage container in a fucking hot field in 120 degrees while they're waiting for shit to happen. You know, there's weird rules in Colorado as far as metric too where you can't just harvest all your weed and stick it somewhere and sit on it you've got to sell that weed within a certain period of time. So a lot of guys will take less to push it out or they start playing a shill game between licenses where they're moving pounds, like huge amounts of pounds between that license to this license to that license to keep it moving so they can slowly sell their huge, massive crop all year long of crap. And I guess, like, I would say, you know, the only way to, to fix what's going on is to have a more educated consumer. Because, the, you know, if the consumer walks in and they, and they realize what the fuck's going on, they're not going to buy this shit. Like, you, I wouldn't buy this shit. You know what I mean? And if you can't trust that shit, then don't buy it. Grow your own fucking weed. You know what I mean? And if you're new at growing weed and it tastes like shit, that just means you're learning. That just means you're making one of these mistakes that I talked about along the way. You might be doing a great job to the very end, but you're not flushing or you're cutting too early. Or you're not, you know, your your uh, your humidity's off when you're trying to dry this weed. You want to slow dry the weed. You don't want it to be Colorado, you know, no humidity, crispy, crumble dry <laughs> in the day. Chad's gum smoke, so they don't care. 
And that's the thing is the Chads don't smoke, so they don't really give a fuck. They don't know if the weed is good or bad. They look at the bottom line with their CFO and say, how many units did we move? And if the units didn't move right, what can we do? And they go to their Ivy League fucking textbook and say, all right, well, let's fucking manipulate the market. Let's fucking drop our prices low and push people out that actually grow good fucking weed, which is what you've seen. Because literally, if you have a fucking $12 million grow facility and you're going head-to-head with me, who's got a fucking 4,000-square-foot grow facility, and I, we're going to the same Chad owner, and you'd be like, listen, dude, like I can sell you a fucking... A thousand pounds a week, and I'll give them to you for fucking, I don't know, 400 a pound, 500 a pound. If you could push them out, make cookies, make pre rolls, turn it into a million different products, do whatever the fuck you can do. And then I come in and be like, I got a pound for you. It's $3,200. It's prepackaged in a glass jar. It's fucking fire. It tastes good or whatever. They literally look at me like I'm absolutely fucking nuts. And I'm just like, all right, you don't know what good weed is, so you're not going to pay this. And here's the catch 22 on all of this. This is my sales pitch to them. is so you're going to buy a pound at, call it 800 bucks, and you're going to sell those on the bottom shelf of your dispensary of the shit weed to your most uneducated customer, um, and you're going to sell them for, what, $15, $20 an eighth? You're going to maybe make $2,200 a pound, $2,000 a pound, so you stand to make $1,200 by flipping this one pound on your bottom shelf, having shit weed, making your store look bad. Or you could come buy a wholesale pound, Let's just say the price from Dark Horse would imaginarily be somewhere around 32, but you're going to sell it for 50 a fucking eighth to a higher end customer who's going to come in and then buy that weed, freak the fuck out how good it is, come back and buy more, and then come back and buy more. But all along the way, you buy that 32 wholesale pound. By the time you flip it, you made 3,200 fucking dollars on one fucking pound of product. So you want to talk about what product holds more value on your shelf, Chad? This one does because you can make fucking three times more money per unit. You just won't pony up the fucking initial overhead cost to buy the shit because you're dumb. And I don't really know what else to say. You're destroying weed, Nancy Botwin and Sir Chad Suit, and you're fucking the game up. And the head growers are handicapped. Some of you guys know what to do. You're handicapped because you got to follow the SOP. And the SOP says fucking... Boom, blues the fuck out of it at week six and fucking chop it at week eight, even though it's a 10-week strain and uh, rush dry it in a week and send it out fucking, you know, like early in a, you know, plastic baggie, in a Mylar bag for sale. It's fucking stupid. It's going to taste like salt. I got something to add. how THC percentage drives the price of the fucking weed. So I don't know if you guys can hear Caesars over here, but he mentioned THC driving the price which is another thing we've talked about briefly on this show about how to buy weed and how you should be buying weed. But, uh, you know, it, this is a thing on the wholesale market. The, the, the price of your pounds of your pot is going off of the, the THC that your, your uh, testing is coming back at order. And it's ridiculous. Even customers are walking in trying to buy off the THC or whatever. You should never buy off THC. You should buy off your nose. Or even better, if people have a terpene chart or if they have terpene data, you should be looking at the terps. Because you buy off the flavor, off the nose. It's like, you don't go to a liquor store and be like, give me the strongest fucking alcohol you can got in here. I mean, some people might, but they got to probably have a problem. But you're going like for the wild turkey or something. You want, you want 160 proof? It's like, nobody wants that fucking shit. It's like, no, you go in and you're looking for a good quality <coughs> beverage that you want to drink. You don't want to have the fucking strongest shit. For some reason, in the cannabis world, 
people walk in and think they get more value for their money if they buy a higher THC strain. And that's just 100% incorrect. It's just 100% incorrect. Strain like Skittles, which we sell the fuck out of, which I consider to be one of the hottest strains in the world, uh, one of the best strains in the world. It's routinely coming at 19%. 19%. And a chat will look at that and be like, I ain't going to pay $3,200 for a 19% jar of weed. Are you guys out of your fucking mind? And it's just like, no, I'm not out of my fucking mind. Smoke it. You know what I mean? Smoke it and come back and tell me. But they don't smoke. They give it to their girlfriend or they give it to their whatever the fuck. And then, oh, it's pretty good, dude. And it's like, that's what's fucking, fucking the game up right now. Um, there's just a lot of uneducated people that, like, they don't care about, uh, if it's low THC, they're only going about high THC. They want to get fucked up. They want the bang for their buck. Um, it just sucks because, like, people will not get a strong bottle of wine or a bottle of liquor because they want to enjoy this shit. You can't really enjoy something that's fucking, like, drinking fucking liquid fire. Sure. See, I don't know if you guys can hear Caesar, but he's kind of just correlating it a little bit to the wine business and like, you know, like people don't want to buy wine based on alcohol content. They just that's not a factor. You go ask a wine sommelier what he what he thinks about the the content or the THC percentage or I'm sorry the uh, alcohol percentage in in a bottle of wine. It's going to be one of the least like things on his decision as far as when he's trying to pair you with some sort of like excellent wine and food or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's. They, that these are some of the things that drive me batshit crazy about cannabis and about where we are. Because when we let's talk about where we are now versus where we were. Because shit, I mean, where we were was, I'm, let's call it like the wild west days of Denver. Consignment shops. Even LA had the consignment shop or whatever. The consignment shop was grown by a, a large conglomerate of craft growers who knew what the fuck they were actually doing. So these guys would show up. And literally, like, uh, you know, come to the shop with fire fucking pounds, fire pounds of weed. And then we would put it in consignment and we'd turn around and sell it. And the quality of product was phenomenal. The pricing was probably higher than what some of the people now want because they've become accustomed to $15 rates of garbage. You know what I mean? But <laughs> that's the other thing. It's like, I don't want to be a dick to people, but I, you know, and we have a heady, we have a heady audience. So this doesn't exactly apply to everyone here, but I would venture to say, 99% of you guys have never smoked good fucking weed. You just haven't. You don't know what good fucking weed is. You know what I mean? Like, once you smoke good fucking weed, you'll be, it's like chasing a fucking white elephant for Blow you. Their minds, you know, dude. They'd be like, what in the fuck? I've done this routinely yeah. to people. This is one of the best things, one of the things <laughs> I love about like my job and my career and everything else is like blowing someone's fucking mind that thinks they know shit about weed or whatever. And then like, I've had people call my weed dandelions. They didn't think this weed was dandelions or they didn't think it was weed. They thought I was making them smoke dandelions and shit. And they were all weirded the fuck out. And I was just like, <laughs> no, dude, it's a flower. It doesn't come in a brick compressed bullshit or whatever. You know, it's like, so yeah. I mean, how do you smoke good flour? If you if you don't know if you smoke good flour or not, I don't. I'm trying to think of a way that you can like for sure smoke good flour. I guess you know, like it's harder these days because the events. His mic isn't on. Push uh, uh, number one on mute. But I was gonna say, yeah, you're on now. But uh, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh going a different direction with everything going recreational now so before with it being medical and like 215 days the weed was good because yeah. again consignment shops plus like you get to hand pick and hand choose which sh what stuff goes on the shelf versus you having to be vertically integrated and everything you grow has to go on the shelf so you can choose and deny what stuff you want on your shelf back in the day yeah. versus you know the selection and 
the safe access is way better back then, I think. As far as like being able to see the small artisan level growers come in from like all around areas and close cities to like when I was working at a shop, I felt like there was more of that and now it's just more like just grouped out. Like they don't they're not able to. All those guys that are like quote unquote trapped out <clears throat> but they had good product they don't have the ability to get those licenses to sell to those shops anymore. So they're just, they're well, it sucks because they grow some of the best fucking weed though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, here's the thing about growing cannabis too, is it's all about environments. One of my favorite quotes, I found this from a hippie at a string cheese show somewhere. Fucking God only knows where or whatever, but he had fucking fire weed and he pulled it out of his pocket and we were, you know, in the parking lot somewhere or whatever. And I was just floored because I was just like, (laughs) what the fuck dude? He was actually, I think it was like Missouri or somewhere, but he was a Texan and he, he, he just looked at me and starts laughing. He goes, Hey buddy. He goes, our closets are the same size as your closets. And I just started dying <laughs> laughing because growing cannabis is all about environments. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. like, while it's hard to create a perfect environment every time, especially considering bringing in an outside air and everything else on what's going on, it is, in, you can in fact basically replicate cannabis being fire entirely based on the environment so like i could this is hard for me to like accurately believe because every time i've moved and tried to grow in a different spot it comes out a little bit differently because you know everything changes the environment changes or whatever but in theory if everything was grown in like a lab setting and everything was perfect and you reset that lab up in a different facility a different state it would be the same fucking weed it would be the same quality of weed everything would be the same as long as the same cut and everything else like you could you could replicate it as long as the environment is the fucking same but kind of my point to that is is yeah our closets are the same size as your closets so like essentially as long as you got an air conditioner you got it set at fucking whatever 70 degrees your humidity is in check you're not overwatering. you're not you know what i mean you're following the the regular protocols you're not fucking boom boosting you're curing right you're taking it all the longest you know to the right amount of time and you do all the things the same shit you will definitely have good fucking weed you know what i mean so it's not a regional thing it's not even a commercial thing versus like a home grower thing. It's just more of a doing the right thing thing where you literally have SOP. to grow the weed right. You know the what regiment. I mean? And even a, even a good SOP, because I know some really smart guys who've created SOPs that are like, okay, this is on point. This is how you grow fucking weed or whatever. Yeah. But I tend to find somewhere in there, those SOPs tend to get edited or modified to, oh, by the way, blast the fuck out of those at week six or eight. I heard, or... They're going to stay on the new trend because they're smart and they're, you know, oh, I, there's a new product that came out. I want to try this new product. And I want, you know, you're constantly chasing the white rabbit of getting more, getting more, yielding more. <laughs> chasing you know the I mean? dragon, dude. And yeah, I don't, <laughs> sometimes if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? And just, yeah. just grow small batches of good fucking weed. Stop trying to count how many pounds per light. I don't give a fuck. Like, it shouldn't matter to you if you're just trying to grow good cannabis or whatever. Now, and, and here's the other thing I'll just say is not everybody smokes the weed they grow. And there's a large portion of people, I don't want to call them traditional market people or whatever, but like, like but traditional market people that don't fucking smoke cannabis. They're just looking for a, an income stream. So, and I know a lot of these people that will just grow batches of, of you know, a 10 lighter or some shit and put it on the market. They don't smoke their own fucking weed. They don't necessarily know how to grow it correctly or whatever, or they're not, you know, quality controlling it themselves. So, yeah, with an emerging 
you know, I guess even say with the economy being fucked or whatever, there's going to be more and more people turning to growing cannabis. They don't have a fucking clue how they're doing it and have no interest of doing it well. They just want the bottom line, the return on it. So it's like, shit, if I'm not going to smoke this, I don't give a fuck about it. And I'm just growing this for cash. Well, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to get the most out of, you know, the most money I can out of this crop. And that's just the raw, ugly truth. And it's like, so there's a, that's a sect of this business or whatever. So some of you guys that are buying on the traditional market out there across the world, it's like you probably buy from a guy that gives zero fucks about, you know, the quality of his weed or any of that. He's just trying to pay his fucking bills. And I'm not even saying that's wrong. That's just a, you know, that's just a fact of why that weed isn't good. It's, your weed isn't good because it's not coming from a place of fucking like trying to produce the best flavor cannabis that you can. It's wrong intentions. Yeah, wrong intentions is that. And as we know, plants feed on energies and people. You know, and if you put a calendar in your grow room with a big X on it, that's the fucking day you're gonna kill these plants. <laughs> like they fucking pick up on the shit. I'm not. I mean, it's real. It's a thousand percent real. <laughs> <laughs> they start giving up a little early. Word that was. That was cool. Uh, word vomit, spit, or whatever. I, I don't know if I forgot anything, but uh, I mean, there's a million reasons why weed fucking sucks nowadays. I'm sure I forgot a few in the chat. Go ahead and spit them out if you want. But uh, feel a little better now. Yeah, I feel a little bit better. I, <laughs> Talk about this is therapy. Uh, test results in like the threshold. Oh god! Oh yeah. Oh, all that's a good point. Results. Yeah. So THC testing. What the fuck is this all about? So. We're required by law to test our THC, but THC is so important to the chads. They got to know what the fuck the THC is, right? Well, I'll blow your fucking mind on the THC fucking plus or minus variance. I believe it's 12 fucking percent. Okay, are we talking Are we talking American standard or European standard? Co- this testing? is Colorado. Well, I'm not sure how they're testing it or whatever, but our, right. state, our state regulations require or allow for a 12% variance plus or minus, I believe. 12, 12 fucking percent. percent. So it might be 12%, it might be 24%. So when I, bro. Skittles can be 32 or 20 So that's what I say. So when I throw up a fucking one to get you guys all excited to buy a pack of seeds off something or whatever, and it's like, check out this 30% kosher or whatever the fuck. Maybe it's 30%, 6 maybe it's 24 maybe it's fucking 46 You know what I mean? It's like, whatever. It's like 48 It's either 36 or 48 you know what I mean? Like, it's somewhere in there. So when you have a fucking that large of a fucking variance, why the fuck do you give a shit about what the fuck is coming in at THC? And I'm telling you right now, it's a fucking myth bullshit. It's dumb. <laughs> it's straight dumb. Smoke it and see how fucking high you get. Mm-hmm. See how, it, you know, and your body chemistry is different anyway. So by the time you actually smoke it, you might get sunk in your couch while your next friend's fucking buzzing and he wants to fucking go out and shoot hoops. You could even like, smoke it the next week and be like, wait. This hit different last week, bro. <laughs> so somebody on uh, LinkedIn, like some fucking suit-ass Chad, was trying to get at me for like some seeds and stuff. So uh, he was like, yeah, I need like COAs. Like I need the test results. And I'm like, the fuck? you're asking for way too the much fuck? for just a high THC strain. So like if you don't know, then you don't know. I can't fuck it. I can't provide you all this information you're asking for. But That's Canada in the big world of corporate weed and shit and hemp, big hemp. Big hemp is all about the, the test COAs results and, and the COAs and the import-export stuff going on on large batches of seed. But, uh, I mean, we can talk briefly about hemp. We're almost running out of time on this fucker. But, um, you know, the hemp business is fucking crazy, too. It's blowing up. But think about the liability of making it. People have asked me, why haven't I got into the hemp seed business or whatever? It's like, well, think about the liabilities of that. So everyone wants an auto hemp, right? They want an auto-fem hemp. Then I make an auto-fem 
hemp seed, but it's got to stay under 0.7 THC or whatever the fuck, stable across the board, and you want 100,000 seeds of them, you know what I mean? And you only want to pay a dollar a piece or less, you know what I mean? But uh, that's the whole... So say I have less morals than somebody or whatever than others, and I was just like, fuck it. Here's a bunch of seeds. I don't even really know if they're fems or what the fuck they are or how much THC they really have. I hit them with some CBD stuff, so I think they're low, but I really don't know because I didn't. My testing is bullshit anyway. It's got a 12% like plus or minus variance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you want to buy these? Go ahead and try them out. I think they're going to be good. Well, this farmer who just killed his crop of corn or, ha- or beets or whatever the fuck, squash, whatever the fuck he was growing in the Midwest, is now switched to hemp and he's grown this entire fucking field all summer long or whatever the fuck. And uh, it wasn't fucking femme become to find out. So now it's all seeded up or whatever. And then, oh, by the way, he takes it in for testing when he cuts it down. And it's coming in at fucking 11% or some shit THC. It's hotter than fuck. And not only did they not know that, but they filled a fucking semi with it and drove it across three state lines before they actually got it fucking tested. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this is the hemp fucking seed business. Do I want in on any of that nonsense? How about the liability to destroying someone's fucking farm fortune and, like, family over fucking not having a fucking clue what you're doing, acting like a douchebag breeder, being like, yeah, I can make that. I can do that or whatever. So There's so many things being, like, fucking you know happening that they don't even know of like fucking shipping hot weed through the mail to get yeah. it tested and when it gets there it's like fucking 20 percent thc yeah. this is crazy there's like legit the those hemp and like cbd farmers committing suicide because they thought you know oh it's gonna be easy and they have this these acres of fucking hemp and all this stuff and then they thought of it as an illegal drug that they could probably yeah and then they them. don't know like when it comes to harvest time what they're doing so they're just like stuffing it Fresh cut into fucking like wood boxes and shit, just mushing out. You know, it's like fuck, man. Those guys legit. There's like couple, couple straight fucking. Said peace out. All right. There's a pack of seeds. Mississippi mud. There's a pack of seeds on the screen. Mm. Ice cream Sunday. Oh, Ooh, the Skittles bitch slap. Imagine that. Look at a Mississippi mud pie if you don't know what that is. But, uh, yeah, we're going to give this away. So, uh, yeah, how do we want to give this away? How, uh, this one will be a standard giveaway where we actually have to do the email. That way the people who watch on the replays have a chance. And I'll pick, like, the 10th person. Let's do, like, the 15th person so that there's a chance that the replay action people actually get a chance to win this fucking pack. But uh, let's do, um, you got to use the free shit email. Put it up on the screen again. In the subject line, and that's me. There's some mud in your life, cuzzy. There goes the free shit stuff. But in the subject line, put uh, THC is bullshit. <laughs> that's kind of the theme to part of the show. Here Test today. D's nuts. Or chats. You could have said chats. <laughs> or chats, but no, yeah. <laughs> THC is bullshit. And the fifth, or if it's the fifteenth person. I'll send you this 12-pack of seeds or whatever. So send to that email scrolling across the screen, darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com. Um, with that said, we have... 11. 11 minutes left. Ninja, what the fuck are you doing in Colorado? What's what's new with you, bro? You just did a drop, fucking kind of broke the internet, went to Oklahoma. <laughs> Tell us what's up. Had a wild weekend in Oklahoma, bro. Then did a little drop. Then decided to do like a half off Fourth of July last minute. So yeah, that went well. That went pretty good. That yeah. went pretty good. It was better than I anticipated. Are you out of stock now? Did you fucking sell out? I haven't even looked. 
I'm assuming I heard there's a lot of things sold out, so that's pretty cool. You, Daz, and you basically like tried to melt the servers of the Seed Bazaar this weekend or whatever because <laughs> shit was going on fire, like nonstop or whatever. But no, tell me about <laughs> Oklahoma. Like, I Oklahoma is one of the only places I know actually doing a trade show. Like, how was the show? Was everybody masked up and was it weird? Was there it low was attendance like, or it was like any difference? Respectable attendance amount. Uh, cool people. There, there, there wasn't a bunch of the. What I normally see is people just looking for like free stuff. They don't even give a fuck why you're even there. Yeah. They just look for free shit. All but the free dab people were not yeah. around. You got any free dabs or stickers, man? Free samples, man? <laughs> totally. Like, no, nah, man. Uh, no, Oklahoma was super tight, man. Really cool. There's probably like half people with masks. They weren't really tripping on it. Where did they do the show? It was at the fairgrounds. I've never been there. Never yeah, been there. I was uh, pretty worried at first because I just saw like a, it was like 100 degrees. I just saw a big ass open barn fucking door on the side. <laughs> And just giant swamp coolers. So I was like, bro, I'm going to be sticky balls in here. <laughs> but as soon as I got in, I was like, dude, I'm going to need a fucking, some sweatpants yeah, and a sweater. Chilled. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Nice. People are awesome. So generally, the people that came to the booth or whatever were like there to spend some coin, not just like looky-loos, like a kind of a traditional show. Like, yeah. let's go kill a Saturday, yeah, honey. Whether, whether they wanted to spend money or not, they were genuinely interested. Pretty much like, hey, where are you from? What do you got? What is this? Like, they're they're down to like learn something and... You know, they gave a fuck why you know, gave a fuck why we were there. Tell the people a little bit about your new drop. You just put out a whole bunch of new shit. I saw. Oh yeah, um, uh, mostly the the smash line, then reintroduce some other stuff. But the smash lines with the uh, Ninja Smash, super duper thick mail, fucking huge. The mail put out like big chunks, like bigger than some people's <laughs> regular female yields, dude. Nice. Yeah, it's a, a chunky mail. Yeah, he's a dumper. He, he passed a lot of big fucking big solid nug trades. So totally. That hit one. it to the Bruce, saw the Bruce's ball sack. Yeah, yeah, I hit that one back to some Ninja Fruits, and uh, yeah, we called that one Bruce's ball sack. <laughs> that nice. one's doing pretty good. Uh, all you meth heads and Daz Night Owl fucking fiends, he just hit Banner to something, a gra- Grape Stomper, Banner Auto. It was in his story the other day. I don't know if those are for sale or what, but go bother him. Go bother him about that shit. I'm pretty sure they're for sale or just sold out because he just melted the internet also. I think that might be the next drop. That's the next next? He's already teasing the next next? He's already teasing the next drop, dude. Shit. He's he's been tickling. He's been tickling. (laughs) He's been tickling it. (laughs) Yeah. He just dropped the autos. Photos are next. Oh, he's doing photo? Photos and autos. Okay. Uh, yeah, Daz is setting the world on fire, everybody. If you haven't checked out Night Owl, check out Night Owl. He's, uh, invest in Night Owl stock. Yeah, it's going to blow up. If you can get Night Owl stock, invest. <laughs> yeah, four years from now, that's just going to be 10,000% upgrade, bro. <laughs> it's going to double in price next year. Hurry up. The old Word. Yeah. I think we'll go ahead and uh, yeah. sign this sucker off. Eight minutes. Questions from people? If there's any questions, yeah, I'll... I'll I'll give, I'll give a few seconds for any questions. Anybody got any questions for Ninja or myself or even Caesar over here? What's that? Or why weed sucks? Anybody dispute what I was saying? Anybody want to fight? Verbally fight? Who wants to take the dispensary side? <clears throat> Most uh, dispensary said, weed sucks, but there's always some some of the diamonds in the rough for oh, sure. Dad says that shit's about 16 months out. This is just a tease. Oh, yeah. Fucking teasing. He's all, he's tickling. I got you. Either way. 16 months, man. 16 <laughs> months, and then there's those, the banner <laughs> shits is coming. But yeah, apparently he's got his whole life like planned out like 16 months, if not more, in the future. Yep. <laughs> Minimum 16 months. 
what's the best humidity levels during flower per se? Um, it kind of depends on like where you are at the stage of your flower. I like to bring it down towards the end so you don't get any bud rot or PM issues or any of that bullshit. In Colorado, I like low humidity, honestly. I like my rooms at like 30% um, in that range. And then somewhere in there, I would say most people probably want it around 40. Um, but I like my rooms around 30% humidity, roughly in that range. Um, one of my theories, unsubstantiated science-proof bullshit theories that is just in my head, is that Colorado has great herb because of our low humidity. And... Um, that increases the THC because of our elevation and the higher you up you are closer to the sun the higher the THC is the lower humidity is the higher you know the more UV that is exposed so I have this mythical thought in my head that uh, yeah that uh, weed grown in Denver Colorado is generally stronger than places grown otherwise and one of those reasons being a generally a little bit lower humidity what's your favorite cherry strain uh, uh, I have a Juliet strain. Uh, cherry pie is really good. But I have a Juliet strain, which is Cine 99 times NYC Diesel. That comes out really cherry. And, uh, yeah, I've had that for, like, 18 fucking years, and I still smoke that weed. So it's just the it's dessert, after-dinner dessert wine weed, dude. It's great. And to grow it out, bruh. Just grow it out, bruh. Shortcake to NFO, got to start those. Yeah, oh, we got yeah. Ninja oh, hit some dude, strawberry shortcake to have, uh, Some banner crosses to give you too. Awesome. Yeah, dude, some dope ones. That's what I'm saying. Like the seed collections are good. getting large, large and in much. charge. Too many. Will you be shipping cuts clones internationally ever? Most likely never. It's just yeah, I doubt that, bro. That's a that's probably a real hard no. They want the, they want the parrotfish. Can we song get a parrot? Yeah, dude, I will sign off the parrotfish song. I got you. You guys, on, we got a request for parrotfish. <laughs> we got a yeah. If I, you guys haven't heard Ninja's fucking song, dude, it's gonna be a hit, bro. This dude's going platinum right now. This song is all over the internet right now. We get a DJ Speed. But uh, yeah, so on that track, bros. with that cue, I'm fucking playing it. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Little parrot gay fish, come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay parrot fish sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. Beat drop. That's the beat drops. The best part. Super, super fried. Super fried. Super fried egg roll, triple fried fried rice. Triple fried rice, baby. Two for one egg roll, super triple fry rice, triple fry rice, baby. Don't forget the soy sauce. Cha cha cha. There's my gay fish song, dudes. What? <laughs> All right, everybody, we out of here. Uh, have a good weekend and uh, yeah, peace.